0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family.
1: Hello! Hello, I'm John Holmes. It's The The One Show Show, and this is part two of this week's The The One Show Show, the podcast that each week goes through TV's The One Show like a knit nurse looking for anything of interest on a child's head. Oh, look, I think I just saw a film about river straightening jumping around. Let's pick it out and kill it. As ever, if you haven't listened to part one of this week's episode yet, why not go back and do so? Otherwise, this podcast will make no sense, starting as it does from where we left off in part one yesterday. My guest this week, the man and regular to Titos regular, regular regular Mark Haynes and writer-actor and also man Alex Seaveride. thank you Um, then they brought in a legless racing driver yay Yay. Ballymonga yeah it was good. See another bit of inspiration for people there. Yeah. He's only—he's not very old, is he? No, no, young man,
2: seventeen, 17 18,
1: yeah, something like yeah. that. And he now they, he was good at like youth Formula One, whatever that is, mm. and lost his legs in an accident, and yeah. then it's taken him two years to get back behind yeah, the just wheel. Just two years, which um, is insane, absolutely incredible. And they showed you a bit about and how well he just won a just won a race, didn't he? Yeah. So he was on to talk about that, and and again I thought this was a really
3: nice bit. Same here. I, I did. I did find it. I, I mean, I find like Formula One really boring. I was watching oh, like terrible. an advert for like Sky Sports, and they were going. You Know, Formula 1, and it shows you it through the ages. Yeah. And I really thought, if you sat down now and you'd said to Sky, I'm doing a, a sport where it's these cars race round a basically a figure of eight, they'd go, well, we're not putting that on telly. And it's always accepted that it's on telly and yeah. that people people are fans of it. But I do watch it and go, if you pitch it now, people will go, well, that sounds shit this lad I'm not interested in his sport he was great but I did think it was funny that Rochelle and Marvin get 25 minutes and he was on for about four and he had a proper inspirational story it was also
2: amusing that the editing was a bit wrong when they were talking about Queen Victoria and they just showed him stood there and said "In Queen Victoria as well and he's just stood there like awkward it was another
1: I thought it was a a new friend of the the Vision Mixer who's been putting on the wrong films over the past couple of years. I
3: call him Uh, Drinky the Vision
1: Mixer Well, old drinky there. They said, what's coming up later? week?" got a second in our series of the Victoria films, and on the word Victoria, more or less, it just cut to this young racing driver with no context of who he might be no, initially at that time. he was just stood And looking. it's like, well,
3: that's not the right camera then, is it? No. It would have been good if they'd have cut to Queen Victoria at the back of the standing. studio. <laughs> <laughs> like that woman the other week in the T-shirt that had the hands over her tits. Tits, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Queen Victoria standing there with the full head veil on yeah. with the tit T-shirt. Yeah,
3: yeah. We are not amused. Uh, there was also, after that race, Driver did get a short period. Obviously, it had to be short because we had to get to the film. What do the people of Cardiff (laughs) think about spoilers? Oh Oh, Jesus! Um, can't wait well, you get on at the weekend just, we wish you all the very best and uh, continued success uh, it's time for uh, one more film and a bit of a spoiler alert everybody it is about spoilers yeah. so we're not actually going to be revealing anything specific tonight we promise it was the wo- uh, what a waste of time from, we've gone from, from The Teacher which was I think one of the best yeah. films we've ever seen yeah, and right. this one is absolutely down there with if you were going to say what's the film like the, the easiest way is just go it's dog shit <laughs> it's dog yeah. shit yeah
2: But spoilers are everywhere these days, appearing in newspapers, on TV and in social media. So, what do people really think about them? How do you feel about spoilers? Hate them. Mm -hmm. There's no need for it everything. Even though we can sort of series record everything, we all like to see the end job. If somebody came up to you
3: outside yeah. the theatre and said, "Oh, I'm going to tell you what's what, what happens? And there's a brilliant bit at the end where it's where he does this. Yeah. Would you want to know?" No. no. If you'd have got five people at random and just said, "What do you think of spoilers?" and whatever they'd said, you'd gone, "Fine, that is that film. Low expectations. They they aimed low. they, they got low, yeah. and then they put it out on BBC One. I, I believe it was
2: four people that were against it.
3: One person that does
2: it. That's balanced. Yeah. They got I, to get balanced. I, I, I think that was it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was.
1: It was absolutely textbook time filler. Oh, complete. which you didn't need because the kid on the yeah. with the no legs was quite and,
2: interesting. And, and they yeah. didn't even respond to it when it finished. They just went got on. It wasn't even like they ignored a, it. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Alex. And- yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Completely ignored it. That, that's actually a sort of in-house thing. I think is Matt is now like we saw with the plane one a couple of weeks ago. He is immediately sort of go, oh, that was great. That you know, let's see it back. Let's see it back. And this one, they were just like. See you next week. Yeah, yeah. even they know.
1: Yeah, yeah they know what yeah. that was for. Even within that film, just to pad it out a little bit, because they knew there was nothing, there were two clips from previous editions of The One Show where yes. actors yeah. had, had not given away spoilers because they said even the, was it, even the interrogation techniques of The One Show presenters, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what was it like,
2: <laughs>
1: didn't make these actors spill the beans. And then there was a clip of Stephen Graham, who we talked about, because yeah. he came on uh, Line of Duty and that years and years... No, not you. Uh, What's he in that? The, um, the, 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 the new Shane called, Meadows yeah, thing. The virtues. The virtues. I don't that know. Sounds
3: right. Anyway, <laughs> Steve, no, no spoilers here. No, no, <laughs> we literally no, don't even no, know what yeah, it's called. I, I have
1: watched it. Yeah, we mocked Matt for that. Now we've got no <laughs> idea. So, <laughs> yes, he was Stephen Graham. This clip of Stephen Graham, and the clip was him going. Oh, I'm not telling you that. Thankfully, most actors are spoiler-free
2: zones. I can't tell you (laughs) anymore. Even the One Show's expert interviewers can't extract a spoiler from them. I can't (laughs) tell you too much. Okay. But
1: in that interview, he did give a spoiler. Yeah, do you remember because he was talking about the, he accidentally gave away and this is a spoiler so if you haven't watched Line of Duty <laughs> but he gave away in that interview that he had his throat
3: cut he did but he gave that away after the episodes have been out and there is a thing of going if it's been on TV a week ago yeah. in the age of iPlayer and things you can't keep these things secret forever yeah
1: what's the cut off point yeah. Yeah,
3: exactly. yeah if someone was to say yeah you know Kevin Spacey who played Kaiser Soze you couldn't sort of go that's fucking up how de- you know you've ruined that you've ruined that it's from like 1992 <laughs> Or something. <laughs> you know, we've got to move on. And so he didn't really do a spoiler. No. It was just like, oh, if you haven't watched it and you haven't got around to it and you want to, then he's ruined it. Well, oh that's not his job watch uh, telly
1: yeah watch the and then a bit of Ardlow Hanlon talking about something I don't, have no idea what he was talking about I mean a spoiler for Father Ted I don't know then the act who played Ted died <laughs> yeah we, know, yeah, we yeah. know but that was to, that was the padding that was to try because they knew there wasn't enough in it and it was the shortest of films it was the only thing who's the guy who
3: presents it Alex 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 not Alex. Yeah. Alex Jones no different Alex. the guy who I, I think he rose to prominence with an Edinburgh show that was about getting a refund Fun from Virgin. Alex Riley that doesn't sound right okay <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> he, he turned up and he sort of got you know how sometimes people are like well what makes me stand out from other presenters what about if I look really different and he's grown these huge Victorian lamb chop sideburns <laughs> yeah, that okay. just made him look like Hilary Briss from the League of Gentlemen <laughs> and it was a really I, I don't know something those mutton chop sideburns you look at them and you go oh you look like you stink I don't know <laughs> what it is. That also put me off. Yeah. The whole thing was a disaster. Yeah, it was a
1: waste of time. And then it was back to the studio and um, we had the second use of a word they used at the beginning of the program, which Matt got very excited about, which was the word couplepreneurs.
3: Oh, oh couplepreneurs.
1: Yes. <laughs> couplepreneurs! Yeah. What? Oh, so this what? Because Marvin and Rochelle, who I didn't know were a couple, (laughs) were on at the beginning and they're working together on this new show. They've definitely invented themselves in their house. Yeah, They said, if you work with your other half, and you're a couplepreneur. How
3: many then, times do um, they
1: say it? Why not send us a picture of that? Yeah. And That was their call out. It was. And that's yeah. what they got.
3: Yeah. And it was just people going, "Yeah, my wife and I run a florist." Here you go. Couplepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way the Matt did he- hear that word, and he was like, "That is the humour here."
0: Now, earlier on, we asked if you uh, work together. What do we call them? Something preneurs. What they call uh, couplepreneurs. Couple yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah, nailed yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for getting in touch. You haven't disappointed
3: us. Uh, the humour here is me going couplepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> again and again. The other thing about that is, it, I did listen to that and I sort of go, entrepreneurs as a whole, you just go, oh, what horrible. I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, fuck off. You're self employed. And um, a couplepreneur has actually more Stop than doubled it. by how, how much I dislike those people. But Matt was all over it and hey, he was what? like, oh, crazy. Without actually going, that sounds like a pile of shit. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, I, I actually point. worked with my wife for two years in an office job. We we're both in the same office. Mm.
2: And I found the best way to do it how we made it work was just to completely blank each other
3: ignore each other completely (laughs) well that's what i did anyway i don't know about um you know you could have
1: sent your picture in
3: there were other people you know there were like a couple preneurs as well were people who went from jobs that you'd heard of into stuff that you hadn't so they were like "Oh, i used to work at a supermarket i was a checkout girl he was doing the trolleys and now we're a coaxiating digital, <laughs> or whatever it was, what like,
0: I was like, ooh, on, on
3: a global dynamism.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I actually, I actually didn't write down what they did because I couldn't There aren't words it. for it. It was like, yeah. was it foods? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, in our audience tonight, we've got uh, Julianne and we've got Matt, who are exactly that, they work together. So um, so what is your story? Go on, what, what do you work as and where did you meet?
2: So, we met, um, I was a checkout girl in uh, in a supermarket, and and Matt was a trolley boy, so that's how we met at 16. Um, And now we're a couplepreneur, and I run a company with Matt that does, uh, caters for people with anaphylaxis so all like oh. healthy bars, baking mixes, that sort of thing. Uh, and
0: what have you been working together today? What have you been up to?
2: Yes, we've been doing exciting, exclusive design
0: concepts. Oh, Ooh.
1: very good. I wanted to just say, and we met at a supermarket and I was on the till and he was on the trolleys and now we're married and I'm on the till and he's on the trolley <laughs> just years later.
3: It, it, it's a way of going, I'm essentially Richard Branson and so is my wife. Couplepreneur, yeah. you know. Uh, that's, I'm just going to keep saying that. The, Couplepreneur. The thing I, well, they kept saying it over and over again. Didn't, it's
2: like eh? about five times, I think, in one sitting. Um, what I did like is when they said, if you're, you know, uh, if you work with your wife, you're your husband, your brother, your hamster.
0: Hamster? I feel like I should have heard of that before. I So Four are you couplepreneurs at home? Have you ever worked <laughs> alongside your partner? Do you work alongside them? Then we want to hear uh, yeah. your stories tonight. Wife, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, hamster, yeah. whatever it is, let us know in the usual way. <laughs> oh, hamster. hamster.
1: Yeah, send us a picture. If you, if you work with your other half, your wife, husband, hamster. Are they encouraging people to send you pictures of the bestiality with
3: hamsters? Well, the village that Matt lives in, the very rural village, is <laughs> an entirely acceptable. normal thing perfectly. for people to go out and all have relationships with animals of varying sizes. Fuck a doodle do. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched Friday. I'm really upset you didn't watch Friday. Oh, I Um, I wish I had another. So this was George Clooney. Yes, it was. It wasn't just George Clooney, though. So George is there to promote Catch-22, which is a new TV series. The Catch-22 they have. (laughs) Could not be happier with this. They basically went, yes, of course you can have George Clooney on the one show, but you've got to take the other three members of the Catch-22 cast that no one in this country has heard of. That is a literal (laughs) Catch-22.
0: Right then, you horrible lot. Attention! Attention! As we welcome George, Kyle, Christopher and Grant.
3: They brought him on and they'd slightly done up the set. So they had a camouflage net behind the sofas. Yeah. So it made it look a bit like the one show being filmed in Afghanistan. <laughs> which again was weird. The Al- Al-Qaeda's one show. I was quite... <laughs> <the Bon>! <laughs> Clearly did the awkward walk down the group of people who weren't really ready to touch him. And they probably been told not to. Yeah. So they looked very, very panicky. And... It was really, really awkward. So it's Angelica Bell's last ep. Yeah, it was awkward because they had that thing of going, "We would like George to do all the talking, but we also have to include the others." But the others were not very interested in talking.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, the, I mean, the scripts were amazing, and then this this team is all was equally amazing. To even if I was scared to do the part, I would have been stupid
3: to even say no. You know,
4: yeah. Or, um,
2: yeah. I had an audition, but I had to audition, but you know,
4: yeah. yeah.
3: So they had three people that they were duty-bound to talk to so that George Clooney didn't look like he was getting all the attention, all of whom knew they were there because George Clooney should get all the attention. Yeah. And it was just excruciating. But one of them got so sort of panicky about it. And again, the power structure, when you're working with George Clooney, who directed, produced, and stars in this, yeah. and you are you know, just taking your first role, really. They sort of said, oh, it's, it must have been fun having a, you know, a, a six-part TV series because you can tell the story much better than you can in a film. And... The guy sort of said, yeah, it's uh, 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 it's like a long film. It's like a very long film. I mean, it's 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 not like a film that feels long. And he shot a glance at George Clooney. And George Clooney went, no, no, not at all.
4: <laughs> and the guy who was
3: rattled then said the line, uh, doesn't feel belabored.
0: <laughs> um, but no, in general, uh, this format was really perfect for us to be able to tell this story.
2: It yeah. also feels like a long movie. Even, you know, does it? Even, yeah, to me it does. Yeah.
3: Well we've not, seen
2: I mean, the first not long movie, but, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just long enough. A movie. Doesn't feel belabored, just
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've come onto television to talk about my project. How did it go? Not that well. Because I ended up trying to sell it with the phrase, doesn't feel belabored. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> just magic. One of them had seen the One Show before as well. They were like, "Oh, you've seen the One Show before." What? what as research
1: or just? A, a, I, I think is a Guantanamo <laughs> torture <laughs>
3: technique?
1: Yeah, I was uh, stationed at Guantanamo. We used to use it in the in the container yeah. ship.
2: And Christopher, you've actually watched the One Show before, haven't you? I have seen it. I'm up on my British television. You are. You're no, good. You're yeah, good. I'm did, good. Did you like it then? And do you like it I now? like it then, I like it now. <laughs> but exactly. And I Honestly, like it especially because you're
0: hosting. We like it with you, you. you right, guys. Oh, that's Honestly, great. you two are the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's as
3: much fun as being it, on now. It feels belabored. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You heard of Great Big Owl? Yes, they make this podcast. Yeah, but not just this podcast. You're shitting me. Name some others. Well, there's Trolled. We had Luciana Berger and Gary Lineker coming on. Oh, yeah, and there's Crime Club. Did you get done for that? Yeah. There's The Fear. It's a kid's show. They're really, really scared me. There's Always There. Thanks very much, because
1: I would never have gone oh. down Howard's Way had oh. you not
3: asked me.
0: There's Friends With Friends.
3: Shoving a funnel in Joey's mouth and Rachel pours fat <laughs> <Yeah>. down.
0: <laughs> and there's Ask the Nincompoops. Kids ask us the questions they want answered. That's for kids we shouldn't have sworn earlier. Bollocks. Quick, play the Sting.
1: Uh, Did Clooney get it? Did Clooney? Because obviously we've had this with uh, Hollywood yes, stars no, who I'm, sort of don't
3: really. Uh, 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 Clooney gets everything, doesn't he? You yeah, could, you yeah. Could put Clooney he's very into, good. Into he? any situation, yeah. and Clooney is going to be the charming man in the room, and he was, and he was generous with the others. Although whenever he'd get, hand over to them, they'd either be not very funny or actively surly. Um, <laughs> but they said to him, they started off by saying,
0: "So welcome to the uh, quirky world of the One Show." And uh, George, we understand that this is a bit of a home from home for you,
3: and it's the first time I've seen, just seen George Clooney properly—not sort of just go. Going, yes, of course, but he looks at them like, "Hmm, the oh, fucky fuck are we going here?" <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "Because you used to host when you were younger a very similar program to the one show with your dad on Canadian telly." And he was like, "That's a stretch. That's a- okay. <laughs> yeah, fair enough." And they showed a still, yeah, but George Clooney's not dad- a clip. Not a clip. Not a clip. No, expensive. Yeah. And George Clooney's dad used to run some kind of Canadian network, and George was his sort of sidekick on it as a young man. Yeah. I mean, you know, he really worked hard to get where he is. I mean, good-looking people do get a lot of legs up, but I think George's leg up, while absolutely well-deserved, seemed to be the biggest leg up you've ever seen in your life. You're like, oh, your dad ran a show that he put you on. Wonderful. Um, but he, he was great on it, but at the same time, they were just fighting really hard to not make it all all about George Clooney yeah. while desperately you can't wanting not... it to all be yeah. about George Clooney. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Did you take him out, George?
3: At one point, Matt brought out a little model of a plane to demonstrate how small the the, the plane in Catch-22 would have been for the gunners. And him holding this little plane up in front of George Clooney, I thought, God, you look like a child. You are like a boy. You playing with the plane there, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's got all the wheels and that. Nice one.
1: Did you see see the film last week with the plane in the garden, George?
3: (laughs) But the best thing they did about it, they had a couple of films that were war-related. So Ben Miller came in.
1: Off the shelf to tie in. Yep, Yep, absolutely. So
3: there was one... uh, about uh, satire and war. The the summary of his, why do we love to laugh at the horrors of war? Yeah. I thought, well, you know, (laughs) that should be the slogan of this fucking show, shouldn't it? (laughs) Um, But he... Uh, He had a good middle-class start where he was reading out Wilfred Owen's Anthem for Doomed Youth. Yeah. And uh, it then cut to him and he just went, Anthem for Doomed Youth, of course. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, oh, yes, we all know it back to front. So that one fitted in with what they were talking about, which was a a satire about the horrors of war. And they, they sat through that and they were like, that was very interesting, that was all good. And then they went, well, we've only got 10 minutes left. The cast and crew are still here. What film should we show? The obvious answer to that is, here's what happens when you let the children do the talking. And it was (laughs) a series of interviews with children where they went, and this is fucking verbatim, it was like comedy roast by a nine-year-old for their mum. So they'd go, my dad's fat. And it would cut to another one, and they go, my mum sings around the house but doesn't know the words. And it cuts cut to another one going, my stepdad guffs. <laughs> Jason's bad habits are he guffs every five seconds.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he just stands in the middle of the TV, and I'm like, "Jason, get out of the way. And he's like... He
2: they're disgusting. They smell like
3: rotten eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you got fucking George Clooney sitting watching a load of kids from Lincoln going, "My stepdad done a girl. <laughs> the most unedifying. Welcome to Britain. This is what passes here
1: for prime time. Right? You didn't have this on your Canadian show, did you, George?
3: <laughs> uh, one of the kids had, had a tortoise on the table as well, and I looked at <laughs> that okay. and I thought, I thought, I thought it was illegal to sell tortoises. No. There's not many of them, is that right? No, there's loads. Really? Yeah. Why haven't we all got one? I went on to Google afterwards. Yeah, there's a show tortoise. (laughs) Do you know how much a basic entry-level tortoise is? Quid. No, a bit more than that. Yeah. 100 quid 150 quid 100, 140 quid Whoa! Yeah. 140
2: quid nah, for a tortoise we, from... we nearly bought one yeah I'm I, I, I all of this yeah it was 120
3: quid when we were going to get one oh, actually but, no look I've looked at my notes it says price for standard tortoise 120 quid oh there we go you had a substandard tortoise exactly yeah. I was comparing it to a leopard tortoise which is 140 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not it's actually a tortoise not, it's, it's, a, it's a, leopard a leopard with a shell like a crash helmet
2: <laughs> <laughs> and racing stripe yeah but we went a hedgehog instead well it's the other natural choice yeah. Free? Uh, no, that no, was about is uh, seventy five, eighty pounds. I think it was an African pygmy hedgehog. I would love a hedgehog. <laughs> they're great. I, I
3: also noticed with, with this this company that I looked at for buying tortoises. I know this isn't a tortoise interest podcast, but this is fascinating. <laughs> it I is now. Yeah, there is uh, uh, one. I, I guarantee sure. three weeks from now there'll be a fucking one show thing about <laughs> buying tortoises. Uh, Forty quid delivery, and they only make delivery on a Thursday, so that might be a bit of a deal breaker. <laughs> 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 so they get Clooney to you sit mean, through. You this. can get it delivered here. <laughs> I don't mind if it's slow. <laughs> <laughs> There's half a joke there that I couldn't quite get. <laughs> you they, should be they, on the one show. Yeah. <laughs> they they got included. Oh, they send them on Monday. With these yeah. kids just doing oh uh, uh, my th- uh, you know, she does a shit. That sort of thing. <laughs> and it, it cuts back and they're like oh, obviously he's trying to get out of it. They don't really back ref it. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. And immediately they launch into so uh, last week we did a special about cats the dogs and they went through the breakdown of the uh, dogs won, basically, yeah, yeah. with 56% yeah. of the votes. I they recall. then showed viewers' pets on the photos uh, along the lines of, here's a cat, Jackie's cat, Rosie. And they got George <laughs> Clooney to take part in that, holding up a picture of a, of a, of a fucking cat.
4: Who's this oh. one? This did you did you do that one? Uh, that. Pauline's boys, Loki and Harvey. Maybe work on the names. Maybe work on the names. <laughs>
3: Not thrilled. Maybe work on the names. Ring a ding ding. George is back and he's realised he's on a shit show. He's leaving with a bit of dignity. And yes. Angelica, her very last line. On her two-week stint, yep. where obviously she's hoping to angle into a more permanent position, yep. she managed to refer to the programme in one of the email addresses as The One So. <laughs> Pretty much her last word, out. That's good. And remember, we've still
2: got advice available about rehoming animals via our website, bbc.co.uk forward
1: slash The One So. So she's been talking to our account on Twitter, The One Show Show, yep. not the official one, and she doesn't know the name of the show she's presenting. So that's two strikes.
3: Yep, it's worth actually, out. If, if you're interested, in our One Show account. It's worth putting in uh, our handle at the One Show Show because you will see probably I'd say between 60 and 80 pictures of people's dogs that they've sent to us <laughs> instead of the show honestly I, I, can, I can tell what's coming up during the week because I begin to go why has someone sent me a picture of their dinner <laughs> um, Oh, call out well, is what you are go. you having for dinner. dinner I mean you should
2: like use these surely on, on the podcast if you're getting them you're like yeah, we've had this lovely tweet in from uh... <laughs>
3: do you know I actually, I actually see the stuff they have on the one show where they show the pets and I go oh we actually had one that was much better quality than that <laughs> it, it wasn't fuzzy and I think they must get about seven and go, this Twitter's a bust, guys. Go over to our one, yeah. It's all there, yeah. it's idiots are you. sending us every it.
1: day. The um, there was a, 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 a Matt, uh, not quite a what was it like one when he was talking to Billy Munger, the, the, the racing driver kid, because he'd won the race, he'd won the race, yeah. So he said, Take us back to the weekend
3: and tell us how it felt.
1: So that was it. Yeah, that he, was yeah. this, We're in the same
3: ballpark, but but, but do you yeah. know what? Do you know what? You'd naturally say. What was that like? Yeah. <laughs> like? And and the fact that he isn't saying what was that like in situations where, where it's where that would seem yeah. like the route one, yeah. it seems like they've gone. We've just got to bound the words. What was it like? Yeah.
1: yeah. No, it's going to be interesting how, to watch
3: How this. done it feel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, question regarding outcome and emotion. <laughs> uh, this,
1: uh, I just wanted to share with m- my dad's favourite ever joke ever uh, mm. when I was growing up, reared its head well, in the news, but 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 then it was on the one show. How do you get a Polish girl pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> my dad listens to this podcast. He doesn't. He really he doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and the um, uh, it was because Nicky Lauder died, right? Yeah. So they referenced that because of the the Formula One they were talking about. My dad's favourite joke growing up was always this, and it got and it's a, it is a dad joke. He just used to go, "Who's the um, who's the Formula One racing driver that's uh, that, that's won the uh, Nicky um, <laughs> Nicky uh." Louder? Louder. Yeah, who's the. Uh, I said, who's the Formula One racing tri-? And he'd do that for 20 minutes.
3: The other nice. variation of that joke is uh, how long does it take to get to Kettering, roughly? And you go, uh, an hour. <laughs> 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 so, i I made a dog noise there. Uh, I can't work out how the punchline works. There was another Nicky Louder joke that is about a dog, which is how do you make Nicky Louder into a dog? Put him in a car, drive into a wall, and he goes woof. woof yeah, something like that. Something. One mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you make a Polish go <laughs> <round>? <laughs> We know
1: that. That's the show joke. Yeah. 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 We spent
3: a long time on that. I've actually designed a coat of arms for us, and that is our our, our crest, <laughs> our motto along the bottom. With what was that like? Yeah. Uh, did you see? I don't know if you saw in the papers this week, but Michael Douglas the former celebrity hairdresser, yeah. or possibly current celebrity yeah. hairdresser, uh, and one show presenter, he is believed to now be going out with Davina McCall. Really? Worked out very well for him, didn't it? Interesting. Mm, she's noticeably taller than he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything about
1: <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, there was a good moment with the, uh, I say good moment, of course, in one of the interminable Queen Victoria history films, <clears throat> where they were looking at her wedding night sex underwear. The, right. the
2: petticoat. The petticoat. Yeah. Yeah. It had potential.
1: Because you got the... um...
2: I I got the horn. Well. (laughs) I really did. It was when when she said, next to her skin. And and the the way the woman went, tantalisingly so. Yeah. This time for my intimate portrait of Queen Victoria. I'm
4: looking at what can only be described as her intimate wear. Now, Polly, these are some very intimate items indeed, aren't they? What are we looking at? So we are looking at queen victoria's petticoat interesting about it and what is a tantalizing possibility is it measures exactly the same as queen victoria's wedding dress so it's possible that she wore this against her skin on her wedding day tantalisingly
1: so. I definitely wanted her to say that because it started off, you know when you finish sentences in your head Mm. and you hope that's what they're going to say next? I was doing this throughout this bit where they'd gone into the archives and got all of her underwear out and said this is actually Queen Victoria's Underwear, and if we can see here, it's covered in. And I want. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, you yeah, can. The stains. Yeah. If you
3: think it's mental how people at like revere royalty in this country, the very fact that there's an archive of her knickers yeah. From, yeah. From, yeah. from 200 <laughs> years ago. If I was doing that with, I've still was, got all my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> I mean, is that wrong? If I was doing that with like Tess Daly, I, I collect all of Tess Daly's clothes, and I, I then put them away. People wouldn't be going. Well, that's fascinating.
2: Is <laughs> when it had the the monogram the VR and um, it was like it, well, we all know who stockings they are so, Well, you're Queen Victoria's obviously because you're doing a piece about Queen Victoria's underwear <laughs> I mean I didn't think they were Vic Reeves you know it's
1: could I to paraphrase uh, the one show presenters could I take you now to Aberdeen where an unconventional gang are adding a bit of colour to oh, the streets
3: <laughs> absolutely do I, I, you know I'd totally forgotten about this and I'm so upset
1: Yes, we can do it here. We're not vandals. I'm Rosemary Murray. I'm
2: 77. I'm one of the graffiti grannies.
1: This was the Graffiti grannies?
2: Yeah. You know one of them is Banksy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: reveal though, again, it would Matt didn't like it as much as the aeroplane reveal, because it didn't get mentioned again, but that you know, you so you saw these hoodies didn't you, with their, their cans yeah. from the behind? And so you thought, oh, hello, you know, the graffiti kids. Yeah, and then one right. of them did a little turned to camera, because she'd been told to by the director, put her hood down, and it's an old-age pensioner I lady. No, oh.
3: I, I, You know, you're never too old to write Suck My Cock on a council <laughs> building, are you? <laughs> a, the, this, this was a, a weird one for me, because there were some weird bits within the actual film itself beyond the whole thing of just saying to old people, you've always wanted... She was another fucking teacher, Yes, she was. No. was. Yeah, right. yes. he wanted to go to art school and yeah. ended up being a teacher. Yeah.
1: Well, when I was at school, I was thinking, I'd like to go to art college. I didn't. I went to teacher training instead.
3: Who on the One Show crew has been going out with a teacher <laughs> and it's ended badly? Because <laughs> everyone was going, it used to be a teacher, it was shit. Um, <laughs> it, I've always wanted to do graffiti. And I'm dying to get my hands on a can of spray paint to see what I can do with it. They, they showed the woman who set up the group that they're all doing it, who's basically an artist, yeah. who has said, you know, you're never too too old to, to do art. And she was Spanish. Yeah. And she had a very strong <laughs> fa tha, tha accent when she spoke. And in the background, they changed the music, which was formerly sort of like bland hip-hop, to fucking Spanish
4: <laughs> guitars. <laughs> I'm Lara seix and I'm the founder of Lata 65. Lata means can also, the the thing we are going to give them to make the spraying of the wall.
3: And she wasn't going, when I was growing up in Spain. She was just like, I work here in Aberdeen with all of these old people. And it was going, <laughs> like in a Spanish restaurant. It was absolutely mad. Um, anyway, they take it out of that. I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's honestly, that. honestly, it's, it's the worst thing I've ever. As in, someone sort of went, oh, she's Spanish. Yeah. Chucking the old Spanish well, flamenco. Like a couple of weeks ago, when the
1: film about some blokes on the A70 had seen aliens, and, uh, you know, they, they said they have been abducted by aliens. The Two men who vanished for an hour uh, in the dark, and uh, and then they use Kraftworks the model as the soundtrack, which with the lyrics. With, with, she's she is a model. model. There's no women involved in it. No model. What? No model. Nothing. And it was just because it sounds a bit spacey or something. <laughs> See, what are they
2: doing? Okay, that's confusing.
1: There was uh, one
3: woman who was tagging this wall, and she said, "Oh, I've what my motif is like a double heart." because I've had a heart transplant. I thought, (laughs) thank God there's no one who's had a fucking hysterectomy, because you'll be arrested. (laughs) But it ended with them covering this wall underneath a bridge with graffiti. And it looked as... Awful yeah, as the worst yeah. graffiti you've ever seen. Yeah. It wasn't sort of a thing where you went, Wow, they really brought a, a beauty to this with it being old people. That's right,
1: like a mule a, a planned mural, a design. It was crap. It was fucking awful. It, and yeah.
3: you'd have walked past there at night and you'd have gone, This area is going to the dogs. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah absolutely it was bizarre. Shit,
1: apart from one big silhouette of a hunched granny, which they'd done with yeah. stencils, uh it,
3: it was just in, in, in
1: <laughs> jet black over this mess of Clearly colour.
3: Done as well by the, the people who ran the thing. Exactly. I was not really
1: one of the pen- I was
3: really hoping when they cut back to that, yeah. you'd get a sort of, like a gold member refrain of the Spanish music <laughs> in the background, <laughs> as if to say, the Spaniard was here. Oh. It was big
2: Z was on there. It was dreadful. W- when I get to that age, I hope I can do that.
1: I'm I, just going to go I, out uh, and uh, do it and yeah. hang permission.
2: <laughs> i have have a stencil of a big big old
3: cock and ball yeah. and just yeah. do that and spray that oh. on the side of a building. That, that was sort of funny because it is a, a positive graffiti for me is never very, I'd look at it and i go, go really worthy and crap mm-hmm. and everything but if I see something it just says on it clit that will always <laughs> make me laugh yeah. Sweaty Ballsack used to be in Pinner on uh, the Sainsbury's car park someone had got up there and written Sweaty <laughs> Ballsack and he'd given himself like a symbol afterwards like it was his name yeah. properly
2: great there are two that stick out in my mind one was on a Lincoln train to Newark And it was just really quite well done across the bridge. It just said, suck your mum. (laughs) (laughs) And the other one I saw was on a lamppost uh, near where I lived, quite high up, and it just had written, Apples are good. <laughs> <laughs> a doctor wrote that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but yeah, they just stuck in my mind. I love those. Oh, yeah.
1: Any other business as we draw a veil over this week's um, I mean, episodes of the One Show?
2: Well, yeah. apart from Brian Cox used to be in D Ream, and everyone seemed really surprised oh, by that. Uh,
3: and then they boasted about not knowing that in advance. That how did you not know this that? This was
1: this was the Rochelle and the Marvin, hit whatever the, the hit list show. Yeah.
3: And did you know that Professor Brian Cox played the keyboards in D no. Yes, oh, really? yeah. Someone's just told me that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I didn't oh. know that. <laughs> Nor did <enough.
3: laughs> Then Marvin and Michelle look at each other and go, I didn't know that either. And she went, no, neither did I. I thought,
2: and, and, yeah. and, 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 and
3: neither did Matt Baker or uh, uh, Angela. And I was like,
2: am I, uh, I privy to information that's basic been... Basic stuff. Yeah, that basic is basic stuff. Everybody, Everybody knows that, don't they? Yes. And wasn't it
1: the case on that clip where he... Or she went, oh, Brian Cox used to be the keyboard player in Dream, and they went, oh, I didn't know that, and they said, I didn't know this.
3: Someone just told me in my ear. Yeah, I yeah. know. I mean, break it down. Yeah, break it down to sort of really going, we shouldn't be here, <laughs> any See of us. We See... invented this game in our lounge. <laughs> it got it got to a
2: point where I was I was sat there thinking, did I tell Marvin that?
3: <laughs> uh, the only thing I, I really wanted to remind everyone of is that um, there was a kid on there whose stepdad gruffs. Uh, One of the girls said it smells of rotten eggs. Uh, That's good to know. Oh, and also BBC um, One, (laughs) inform, educate, entertain,
2: bomb al Qaeda.
1: (laughs) Uh, Right, so let us draw the veil. Uh, Mark, thank you. Uh, Thank you, John. Um, Alex, thank you for watching it. Pleasure.
2: Okay. Well done. It wasn't obviously.
1: That is it. We are taking a short summer recess, but we'll be back in two or three weeks, mid-June thereabouts probably, with what we'll tentatively call season four of the The One Show show. Please do rate, review and tell your friends about this podcast as you, you are the only marketing budget we have. Thank you for listening and supporting us with your ears. But remember this and remember it well, when you look at the television to look at The One Show, The One Show also looks back into you. Goodbye.
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, quickly, quickly, we haven't got long. Please listen to the all-new Angela Sanderberry podcast. podcast. It's a
3: funny
2: one. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. There's so much muck in it.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,